Good morning, everyone. Good to see everyone. Uh, we'll get started. We're in our business, Gemara Sugya over here. Uh, we're doing Geneva's Das. Uh, but more specifically, what kind of marketing is considered acceptable? What kind of marketing isn't considered acceptable? Uh, and just to fill everyone in, uh, we'll do a quick recap. We went through the two Mishnayas uh, in the Gemara. Uh, and what we finished off with is that a person is not allowed to do uh, shady tactics when he's selling things. For instance, if he has a certain kind of grain, he can't put the good kind of grain on top of the barrel. Uh, and then the, the grain that doesn't look as good to put it on the bottom. Uh, what you put on top has to reflect your product through and through. Um, and at, at the end, the Mishnah finished off because uh, it's Gonevas Ayan. It makes it tricks people's eye, and then we'll have to see how that applies nowadays. Are people allowed to, you know, uh, market their products with fancy pictures and uh, gloss and lighting techniques to make their uh, their Gucci purse look a lot more expensive than it actually is? Uh, but uh, Mishnah finishes off. Uh, that a person is not also allowed to um, spruce up and make uh, a person look better than he is. Uh, I guess it's talking about either an Eved, uh, and we saw in Rashi, Eved Kanani or Eved Ivri. He's not allowed to do that. Nor an animal. Uh, we'll see there's certain types of uh, things that uh, may subin, which is like bran water that you give a horse to drink and it uh, it makes its hair look more shiny. Uh, and shiny is uh, something that we psychologically process as being uh, better or younger. Uh, so um, a person's not allowed to do that to a behemoth, uh, nor is he allowed to paint up, let's say, old kalim uh, to make them make them look newer than they actually are. Uh, so we'll have to see all the applications behind uh, these different factors in the Mishnah. Uh, so we had uh, our first, uh, our first um, from the Yaivitz over here uh, in Pisgah Tshuva. Uh, and he says uh, that when um, he gives this, this big heter, that when it comes to, this is on page 56, uh, that when it comes that uh, only an Evaknani is not allowed to um, is not allowed to make himself look better, but an Eved Ivri, which is a Jewish slave, he is allowed to because it's a mitzvah to give him parnasa. Obviously, he's an ani, that's why he's selling himself. When it comes to an Eved Ivri, uh, and since it's a mitzvah, then it might be permissible. Uh, but he says when it comes to other things like uh, a woman in shaduchim, right? So yes, it would be mutter to. Uh, make her to put on makeup, make her look better, as long as it's not covering up a mum or something that the guy would really be makbid on, right? So if it's, uh, I don't know, a massive mole or uh, something that would, uh, that would really bother the other person uh, and it's not considered in, in the norm of uh, beautifying herself, uh, so that would not be permitted in Shiduchim. Not only that, he says it's a, it's a big avon, it's a big avera, uh, that people are tricking other people. It's considered a mekach taos uh, in Shiduchim when people hide uh, serious factors uh, in the, in the shidduch, uh, mental health history, uh, and uh, similarly physically as well, right? If she has a serious condition uh, physically, yeah, you have to tell the, the other person it's a you can't you can't hide it you can't hide it and cover it up. 
Um, and so that's basically how he applies Eimafarchasim loasa adam. And similarly, he talks about dyeing hair as well. Uh, that a uh, person can't dye his hair to make him look younger in order to uh, to get the to get the job. Uh, if he's trying to get a job and he knows ah they might not hire a 50-year-old, right? So he tries to make himself look younger, uh, dyes his hair. Uh, there are no white hairs. Now he looks like he's 35. Uh, so that also would not be would not be permitted. <laughs> um, and then we had. Uh, so this was all in. Um, uh, so these were some of the cases uh, that we saw from the Pischei Tshuva and the Yaivitz in page 56-57. Um, okay. Um, and then, and now we get up to page 58. Uh, this is from Rav Yankov Bloy, who passed away not too long ago. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, yeah, you have uh, Bate Dinim, where the, he was... Uh, a big Choshen Mishpat person, um, and a, a huge Gadol as well, uh, and a very famous character in Eretz Yisrael, uh, in Sanhedrin Morchevet, where I lived. A lot of the shuls were named after him. Uh, so he wrote uh, the Pischei Choshen over here, uh, and he says over here that, um, page 58, Simin, Reish Chaf Ches, Seif Tes, V'lechora Nira, uh, and just what he's going on is Ain Litzvah Kalim Yeshenem Kedeshi Yiru Chadashim. Not allowed to paint old Kalim so that they look new. Right? You take an old Kli, uh, your uh, used Amazon product, you just put it in a new box, uh, and then it looks new, right? And you sell it off as new. Customer, it doesn't matter. Uh, so a person's not allowed to do that. Avamotaliyapos Kalim Chadashim Kedeshi Yikvitu Aleyam Konim. But it would be mutter to uh, make them look better in order that people. Uh, if they're already new kalim, meaning you're not trying to take old kalim and pass them off as new to make the customer think that they're new, but they're new kalim anyways, you just want to add, you know, an extra layer of gloss uh, or some fancy lighting or something like that, that would be mutter uh, because that's just making uh, increased uh, desire from the buyer, but you're not actually misrepresenting the product at all, uh, you're just making it look more flashy. Uh, and, uh, and making it look better to the buyer so that, uh, so that he jumps on it, not so that you can raise the price. So you're not kind of uh, misrepresenting your product so that you can charge more for it. Over here, you're just trying to make it that uh, people want it more and there's more, uh, more desire for, 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 for your product. that, as long as you say it's second hand, like let's say you have a second hand car, it's as good as new, and you polish it, but you sell it as second hand, you don't say it's brand new. No, it is second hand. Yeah. Seems like he probably would be allowed it. Yeah. Uh, it's not yeah. It's, it's yeah. Uh, so, he, so he's saying, what if you you telling the customer yeah. it's used, right? It's as good as new. implies that it's that no, it's still it's used. No, yeah. I'm saying it's good. I mean, that could be that it's just Yeah. Uh, so, so we'll. Right, there it's, yeah, being honest, but like in a, in a little bit of a cover-up way, right? Like good as new, uh, like, or like new condition, if it really is like new condition or good as new, so then, yeah, that would be, that would be permitted to say good as new. Yeah, you sell a car on Gumtree, you say it's 10 years old, second hand, you happen to polish it before you sell it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so we'll see that case. Uh, the case that you're mentioning of uh, taking old kalem and then refurbishing them or polishing up. 
polishing them up. But not to say that it's brand new, just right. acknowledging it's old. Yeah. So we'll see that that's mutter. Because there, you're not trying to pass it off as something different than what it is. People know it's used, it's being marketed as used. Uh, and in such a case, it would be it would be mutter to make it look better. I think within reason, I have to see the exact lesson. Um, okay. Uh, so, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that case. More on that later. Uh, that it's also usher for a worker uh, to do this to himself if he wants to hire himself out. Uh, so if he wants to hire himself out, he can't uh, pretend like he has more credentials than he has and says he has 10 years work experience when really he only has two and the other years were uh, him working as a counselor where he wasn't really teaching, uh, kind of kind of teaching, or something like that, you can't say, I have 10 years of teaching. Uh, but see what the Yaivet says, he quotes the Yaivet, what he says by Evet Kanani, it's mutter for him to, to make him look better, Right, so to make him look younger, dye his hair, uh, put on the, the essential oils or whatever makes your skin look more elastic. Uh, and then he says, he says in parentheses, see there what he writes about uh, making your daughter look good for Shaduchim. Uh, so that she should be no says and see also what he says there against covering up uh, mumen, against covering up uh, physical blemishes. Uh, so the Rav Yaakov Bloy doesn't understand why is the Yavitz giving this heter that if he's a Jewish slave and he's an ani. So then it's a mitzvah for people to hire him out. If it's a mitzvah to hire him out, so then he's able to, to trick people and make him look like he's younger and more capable than he actually is. Muscle up the oils, uh, sorry, uh, oil up the muscles, uh, etc. To accentuate the muscles uh, or whatever tricks they would do in order to make, the, to make him look like he's more fit than he was. Uh, so he says, what do you mean? How is it mutter just because it's a mitzvah? Genevis das is mutter b'makom mitzvah, kamashakas of la'el, as he writes earlier. Sorry, uvedochek efshar desvirale demishum mitzvah mutter lignov das, and it's possible that uh, we have to say that that the yivitz held that because, that when it's a makom mitzvah, it's mutter to do genevis das, right? Which is a big chiddush. Yaakov Bloy doesn't like this very much, right? Uh, but it is the yivitz who is a uh, massive gun. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, so so he's so he's not really sure where the Yavitz is coming from. He says maybe he holds that b'makom mitzvah it's Geneva's das is mutter because it's not real Geneva. It's more like Geneva's das, and therefore b'makom mitzvah uh, could be it'll overtake it. Oy mishum parnasa, or maybe uh, because we're talking about it, uh, he has real parnasa needs. Amnam beshut. Um, I'm not sure which what the, the where he's quoting from. Madura uh, kama. Simon Reishiud, Kosov Shabi Yisrael, Belav Hachi Atzer Litzvoa Saro Mishum Lo Yubash. He brings a different issue of dying hair. That when you're dying hair, it's Lo Yubash Gever Begadisha. A person cannot, uh, a man cannot wear the garment of a woman. And dying hair is considered something that uh, women exclusively do. And therefore, it's not mutter for a man to dye his hair. Um, like today, quite a few men. Uh, yeah, today quite a few men. Still 
it would have to switch to, I think, a rove, and then it's a machlokas. Uh, I believe uh, Rabbi Kiva Eger brings down a machlokas. If Rav Goyim do something, but not Rav Yidin, does that switch it over to, to becoming the norm? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's starting to get more and more common once it hits a th- certain threshold. Because uh, people, in, I don't know, I'd say 50 years from now, we're all going to be want to look like we're 30. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, the safer base Yaakov also is matmia in the Yaivetz. What do you mean? Why is he not choshesh for the iser lo yobash? He's saying that it's mutter to to dye the hair of the of the evet. He just says mutter lafarchason, uh, which is which he's uh, translating as dyeing the hair to make him look younger. Uh, so he's saying, what do you mean? How is it not uh, an iser of lo yobash? The esher da'iri bepirchas acher. Maybe he's talking about another way to make him look better. Uh, but he doesn't specify what that might be. Uh, and he says, uh, Now the Rav Bloy, he says, it seems to me uh, that when you dye somebody's hair, when you dye the Evid's hair, hair to make him look younger, it's not a Mekachtas, you're not tricking the other person. Brings this Gemara, as long as he's fit to do the Melacha, uh, and he's strong and not re- misrepresenting his actual uh, utility, which is his strength. Uh, it doesn't really matter, right? It's not the age that matters. Uh, it's his ability that matters, right? A little more liberal uh, in his mindset. Age doesn't matter so much. It's more his ability. Therefore, you dye his hair. Okay, so he looks a little bit younger. Uh, but that's not really affecting his, uh, the, the buyer isn't thinking that he's any more effective or strong. What he's looking at is his physical abilities, uh, how much he can bench press, how much he can run, uh, his endurance levels, etc. Uh, that's what the buyer is looking at, not looking at uh, his, his age necessarily so much. Uh, so that's Rav Yaakov Bloy. He are, he's kind of, uh, he's matmia on the Yaivetz. How could he say that Pamaka Mitzvah, Geneva's Das, is, is going to be mutter? Uh, and then he has this uh, whole thing with the dyeing of the hair. If it, is it going to be an issue of lo yobash? Uh, and even if it's not, um, he says that uh, he says as long as it's not, then it will be mutter because uh, the the age the age doesn't really matter that much, and dyeing hair isn't isn't going to isn't what's going to affect uh, the buyer's uh, the buyer's decision. Um, okay, so we, so what we're seeing over here is that really it depends on what affects the buyer's decision, right? Is meaning in this specific case of the Eved Ivri, Eved Ivri or Eved Knani, uh, so we're handling, right? Does dyeing hair make a difference? Meaning that uh, is the dyeing of the hair going to affect the buyer's decision? We see that Geneva's Das is Toloi uh, in the buyer's decision making and getting him to make a decision uh, that he uh, that's misrepresented. Uh, based on based on a fact that was misrepresented or a look that was misrepresented, uh, and if you're doing that, that that's Geneva's das. Uh, so that's pretty much how we're structuring things. I mean. the, the dyeing of the hair is clear, clearly being done in order to influence the buyer. That's yeah. That's that's the purpose of the dyeing of the hair. So yeah. of course we're t- we're saying that the buyer is being influenced by that. Yeah, and Gavriel's making a good point. Like if they if he, if they're dyeing the hair, why else would they be doing it other than to influence the decision of the buyer? 
Um, but he's saying that it's not the influencing it in like a, it's not completely shifting like how he would make his his buying decision. Uh, it just it just like I don't know. I guess it's Lenoy. Like a, huh? Yeah, sweetens the deal, makes it look easier on the eye. Like, going to make him, I guess he would put it in the category uh, of Kadeshi Yikvitsu Aleim Konim, so that the buyers should should jump on it more quickly uh, and they should be more excited about it. He looks, yeah, but not necessarily to trick. What's the other purpose? Uh, and then it might depend if he's dying before or if he's dying right if he's dying right before he's um uh, okay, uh, so now let's move on to the next source. We have the Shulchan Aruch in Choshen Mishpat Reish Chav Ches, uh, page 59. And he says in uh, Se'if Tes, which is the highlighted in gray area over here, and it's going to continue on the next page, on, on the top of page 60. Uh, right, so this is the Shulchan Aruch now bringing down the Halach of the Gemara. Uh, and he's saying that a person's not allowed to make a person look better of a low behema or a behema or kalim. And he brings examples over here. What does he say? Kigon litzvoa zakein eved to to dye the the beard of an eved haomed limkor uh, who is uh, standing to who's going to be sold. So it's interesting over here, right? He switches it from the hair sorrow to to his beard. Why is he doing that? Huh? Women don't dye their Ah, because women don't dye their <laughs> So he's probably trying to get around the the iser of lo yovash. But it'll be mashma from the shulchan aruch that. A person's allowed to dye their beard. Uh, so I have, my brother has a massive white patch in his uh, in his beard. Uh, for Shaducha, my mother was like insisting that he get it dyed. Uh, so I'm not sure if he whatever, he refused, obviously. Uh, but uh, he had this this big patch in his beard, this white patch. Uh, so would he be allowed to dye his his that patch or not? According to the Shulchan Aruch, it's mashman that he would be allowed to, right? Because he's, he's switching it to Zakain. Why is he doing that? Mislama, because uh, women don't have beards. So therefore, to dye your beard, that's not uh, lo yobash, because a woman would never do that. Uh, and therefore, it might be mutter. Um, okay, interesting uh, side note over here. Ha'omid uh, Limkar. And then he continues, Kedeshi Yira Kebachar, so that he looks like a, like a young, strapping uh, youngster. Lahashko uh, sabehima me subin, or to uh, give the the animal me subin to drink this bran water, uh, and this bran oil apparently would uh, would make the animal look younger. Shemenapchin vizokvin sareseha. It says that it uh, straightens out the hair, uh, gives it uh, high quality uh, oily hair. Kadeshatira shmena, so that it looks uh, looks fat and strong. Vechein ein mekardin. Uh, and similarly, a person is not allowed to be mekared, which uh, he says in parentheses means purish karud b'magredes oy mesarek sheshin of dakim to uh, to brush it with uh, a certain type of brush that had very small bristles. Veloma uh, kartsafin, and this is a type of masarek that has sheen of ovim, uh, th- uh, thicker bristles. 
and this also straightens out the hair uh, so that the hair would stand up uh, and it looks like a really strong uh, horse or animal. Uh, I don't know all the <laughs> animal selling de- uh, nitty- uh, details over here. Uh, but he says, But then he brings this case of painting the old kalim so that they look new. Okay. Uh, so says the Meira Seinayim at the top over here. Uh, he says, It's the part in gray. And he says it's a problem when uh, the amount that you're raising the price because of this new color uh, is uh, is more than the person would uh, would actually pay. So meaning you're you're making you're making gains off it, uh, but there's a kind of trickery happening where a person's paying a lot more uh, for your product after you painted uh, the the kalem. Um, because you're passing them off as new, right? So because you're passing it off as new or as something much better than it is, or it's really a grade B product, but you're selling it off as a grade A product, uh, Alex will know they have all these ratings, right? In the refurbishing system, uh, they have grade A, B, C. Uh, so a lot of the sellers, they'll be a lot more loose with their grading system, right? They'll say it's A when really it's B. Uh, and they have clearly defined terms, right? B is minor scratches, uh, with uh, a few nicks uh, and maybe uh, some screen damage or whatever that would be C. Uh, so they'll have uh, specific grades, but then when they actually give it to you, a lot of times they're a lot more loose with their grading system. That wouldn't be permitted, right? You're passing it off as something that it's not, even though the customer, is he really going to return it back to me? Probably not. Uh, once he already receives the product, uh, and, so they'll, and so often they'll do that. Uh, but that's usher because you're passing it off as something more than it is. Uh, so it's usher to paint a kli if you're passing it off as a, as a higher level. But new kalem will be mutter to paint them in order to make them look good. Uh, so you're allowed to put a, glo- a gloss uh, on that new car that they're selling. You always see in front of the dealerships that they have it on that stand like tilted forward. Uh, with some uh, spotlights on it uh, and with a fancy uh, extra gloss paint, right? That's the only car that has like seven layers of gloss because uh, that's what they're using to attract their company, their customers. And for people to go like, wow, look at that uh, amazing shiny new truck. I want one of those. Uh, so, so the shine uh, attracts the customer and therefore uh, that would be mutter. Because they're perfectly good new kalem. All you're doing is to catch the eye of the customer. Catching the eye of the customer is going to be mutter. You're not misrepresenting your product uh, and saying this is a better car uh, than what you're actually paying for. You're just catching the eye of the customer and that is mutter. Uh, so based on that, it'll come out uh, that all, uh, if you go to Bondi Junction, right, every single store, they have these uh, fancy displays and they use all these, uh, it's a whole, uh, you need all these uh, design psychology courses, right? Uh, they, they design the lighting just right, that it hits it and the shadows uh, to create more contrast. Uh, and they use all these fancy designs uh, and the type of models that they use give a certain kind of image, right? So they use all these different uh, techniques and tactics in order to draw in the customers. Is that mutter? Uh, so the Mir Sainayim is saying yes. 
right? Because you're not misrepresenting the product, you're just catching the eye of the customer, uh, and therefore it's not considered Ganevas Das, it's not considered false marketing. Uh, this is just catching the eye, which is going to be uh, mutter to attract the customer as long as you're not misrepresenting your product in any way. Um, okay. Uh, so, it could, so it could be, right, so like to take up those close-up pictures, um, you know how these food products, they show, right, like the perfect Oreo in your, <laughs> or strawberry uh, in your food, and then you open up the package and it looks like a bunch of mush. <laughs> uh, so like it's, it has nothing to do with the picture that they show. Uh, so on the package, they'll show, you know, this amazing looking cereal or um, this uh, frozen food specifically, right? They have the frozen, if you go down the frozen food aisle, uh, everything looks amazing. And then when you actually get your product and you heat it up in the microwave or the oven, uh, it looks nothing like what they showed on the product. So that might not, that's probably not allowed, right? You're showing a different product uh, than what actually is represented there. Uh, I could make an argument, though, that it did once upon a time look like that. It's just once they froze it, then it lost the quality and, the, and its structure, and that's why it looks more mushy. Okay. Uh, maybe. Sometimes they write on it serving suggestions. Yeah. Because you buy wheat bix and it has like milk and like strawberries. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So specifically, they do that. It, says, it also says sometimes that uh, product may not look, uh, be as pictured or something. Right, or enlarge the show texture. Uh, so that's for legality reasons. <laughs> yes. Uh, What's that? Illustrative. Oh, illustrative only, right? So yeah. Uh, so over there, I don't know how logically if that would be permitted, right? No, because you're misrepresenting the product. Then you write in small letters, illustrative only, or like the customer now has to look to see it, where he's probably not going to see it. Uh, so for the vast majority of people, right? If you wrote in big letters, <laughs> illustrative only, like across the whole thing, that might be different. Uh, but you're showing the picture, that's what the customer thinks and what he's processing that product is. And then there's like a tiny letter where he's not gonna, probably not going to see it. So maybe for legality reasons it'll work, but for halachic purposes, uh, probably not permitted. You're tricking the customer. Again, if it's a trick, if your product actually looked like that or if it's in its best form, um, yeah. uh, so then it might, might be permitted. Um, okay. Uh, um, okay, moving on now uh, to page 61. <laughs> Uh, we have the Shulchan Aruch back in uh, the Halachos of Onah and Mekkah Taz. Uh, and, and we just did Se'if Tes. Now we're jumping to Se'if Tes Zayin. He says, A tagar, which is a peddler, noto mechamish goranos, right? These are the next Halachos and the next Mishnah uh, that the Shulchan Aruch is pulling from <coughs> and codifying over here. And he says that the, pe- the peddler can take, plate, uh, can take wheat from different grains, right, different origins. The nos and the makam echad, and he can uh, put it all into one place, right? He could sell them all in front of his shop. It can be a mix, uh, a blend, right? There's a single origin coffee and then blended coffee. Blended is where you take a, a little bit from everywhere. Uh, so a peddler is allowed to do that. Or mechamesh gitos, or five presses. And he can put it all into one barrel. Because everybody knows that he didn't grow them all from his own field. And it's this chazaka that they're buying from him, that the seller can take their wheat from anywhere. It's not necessarily homegrown, uh, his, own, his own product. Uvilvad provided though, uh, so the only condition is that the person can't buy most of it, the majority of it, from 
from the, the buyer who has the best reputation, right? His olives taste the best or his wheat uh, is the highest quality. Uh, so what, what he might do is he buys the row from there, but he doesn't want to buy the full amount because he's a little more expensive. Uh, so, or, or he doesn't have, he has limited stock because uh, there's more demand for his product. Uh, so he buys the majority from him and then the minority from another place, mixes them together. The coal goes out. So there's uh, everybody talk, the talk of the town is that he buys his wheat from the best organic farms, right? Um, and, um, or if it's oranges, right? Florida oranges have like kind of a name to it. So he buys the majority of his oranges from Florida so he can market it as Florida oranges, but the minority, and he's like, ah, it's Batul Barov, <laughs> or something like that. Um, so that the rumor can go out that he's buying it from the best place. That's going to be Asr um, because there you're, you're doing it to fool the customer. Right? You're creating this mix, buying the majority so that the rumor goes out that you're getting the highest quality produce. Uh, such a thing is going to be Asr. Uh, so similarly on, on your products, right? You to, even something that technically doesn't make a difference, right? Does it technically make a difference? Florida oranges uh, or, I don't know, Massachusetts oranges or New South Wales uh, uh, or made in Australia or not made in Australia. The product tastes the exact same, right? I gave it to the taste testers. They can't taste the difference. Nevertheless, it's usher, uh because there's a, a certain feel that people get when you, when you buy your product from that specific place. Uh, right, like uh, Italian spices or uh, Spanish olive oil uh, or uh, wine from Tuscany or specific areas. Uh, so they, they have a certain shame. Uh, and even if somebody can't taste the difference, it doesn't make a difference uh, because uh, they have a certain call and the customer is buying it uh, partly because of, of that call that you have, that good reputation of where you're buying it from. Um, okay, so we see that that's also Asr. Um, now we're moving on to page 62. A person's not allowed to, once again, he's not allowed to uh, beat Sovea. He's not allowed to paint the old Kalem so that they look new. But you can make it look more glossy and more nice so that, uh, so that it attracts the eye. Says the Pisgah Choshen, Rav Yaakov Bloy again, uh, down at the bottom uh, in Sifkatim Mem Aleph. Um, sorry, Osmem Aleph. He says, Shukhanach Simen, Reish Chavches, if Tes, Vahainu, Kishamocher Osem, Kichadashem. That's only if you're selling them as new, uh, like like uh, Alex mentioned. Be'ena Shvach Shalatseva, Shava Ke'ilo Shemale Osem Bedamim. And the amount of the, the new paint coating uh, isn't actually worth uh, the amount that you're going to upmarket your product now uh, and you're going to upcharge for your painted product. So even though you're taking the value of how much a, an old product would cost, and says Rav Yaakov Bloy something uh, very fascinating, that even if, right, so it's an old kli that you want to paint now to make it look new, and he says even if you say that it's an old kli, right, who, who was, oh, was it you, George? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, George said if you write as, oh, right, so even if you say it's as new, uh, or even if you say this is a used product, <coughs> it's still Osir, Mishum Geneva's Das. Sorry, it's not if you say that it's a used product, it's if you charge the amount of a used product. Right, so you, you take an old product, you paint it up as new, now you charge the amount of an old product, 
you don't specify either way, that's usher because it's Ganeva's das. The person thinks he's getting a good deal when he's not really. Right? So even though here you're going to charge the same amount, I'm not making any more money uh, off painting up these clean, these kalim and passing them off as new. Nevertheless, it's usher uh, because you're you're tricking people. They think that they're getting a better deal than they are. Um, okay. Then he brings down in the next uh, os over here, sma. Uh, Sham. He brings out from the Smash of Hachi, If without this they are new Kalem, they're great quality. Uh, if a person's painting up new Kalem, uh, just to add that extra layer of shine. Uh, so then even though uh, even though he, he does charge more for that new Kli, that is gonna be mutter. Uh, because you're not tricking the customer at all, right? He knows that he's buying uh, a new kli, and it is a new kli, no, no trickery at all. Uh, he doesn't think he's getting a better deal than he is. Uh, you're just trying to attract the eye, drawing the customer. Uh, that's going to be mutter, because uh, there's no taus, there's no ana. Uh, you're not ripping him off. Because if you add... Uh, if you add to the cost of the product because of their beauty, he's uh, on his own das. He knows he's paying a little bit more for the gloss. He knows what the normal product costs and he knows that he's paying the extra you know, $500 for the Gucci wallet uh, because uh, it has that kind of name uh, and they market it really well uh, and it looks really shiny and cool people are wear it, etc. Uh, and similarly, the Meiri writes, Similarly, other things that they do to, to Begadim and Kalem, uh, so the clothing that they sell at the stores uh, and the Kalem that they sell at the stores, uh, they always try you know, putting it in a really nice box uh, to make it look really good. Seems to me, anytime you're not changing the actual tzura uh, of the kli, uh, that the kli itself, from old to new, ain bo iser, there's no iser. Only when you're switching from old to new, that's like be like beautifying uh, a bad kli. Uh, people are makbed that their kalim is new, right? So even though it's an Amazon return or an eBay return, uh, and uh, nobody really knows the difference, if you're marketing it as new, uh, people are makbed at the end of the day. They want something new. Uh, they don't want something used, even if they can't tell the difference. And you could wipe off uh, all the finger marks, etc., and completely refurbish it. Nevertheless, it's usher to do that. Uh, but it seems from the post game that this is not a mechatasva. Similarly to old kalim that you make them look, that you uh, beautify them. So this is what uh, this is what we mentioned earlier, and I believe what uh, George was bringing up, that uh, if you're taking old kalim, making them look nicer, but you're telling them that they're old kalim, you're not trying to pass them off as new kalim. Uh, so then it's going to be mutter, he says. Uh, as long as they don't look new, right? So as long as you'd write big letters, right? Not in tiny letters, refurbished, uh, but right the way you clearly convey to, to your buyer that this is a refurbished product, it's not a used product. Uh, so then it's mutter to, to shine them up. And that's all these refurbishment uh, um, companies, right? Like when I bought my phone, I buy it secondhand, refurbished. 
Uh, so they, they shine it up, they make it look good, they put it in a new box uh, with a new charger, etc., and it's good as new. <laughs> uh, so in such a case, as long as they advertise that it's refurbished. Yeah, because uh, that's Mozart, because at the end of the day, people are willing to pay more for that unique uh, or limited edition item. Uh, so then the value kind of goes up. 